For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We got our guy Isaac Feldman here who used to work with us. He yeah. works at the Sports Network. He fought last week and won. Winner by knockout from Long Island, New York, Isaac Feldman. Here's the problem with that. Now with the proliferation of MMA. Yes. You ain't got anybody. You have no idea. Because that dude, Isaac, who's a great kid, yeah. you'd look at him and go, I'll probably have this guy. I can handle this guy. He'd kill you Meanwhile, in 30 what? seconds. What? Right. Hey! And they're like, I had the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Ike to Go. Yo! What's up? What's up, mother? Mother. Yes, we got bleeps. We got music. We got more on the Ike the Gun with your boy Ike Feldman back in the house. Uh, literally in a house, uh, not my mother's house. I uh, just moved out of that finally. Uh, but in beautiful uh, Brooklyn, uh, doing the Iktagon. Uh, I'm back. This is going to be uh, a web series. It's going to be a little different. It's going to have some clips, some music, some production. Uh, it's 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 going to be beautiful. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you guys are here for the ride. Yes, uh, I'm cleaned up a little, uh, clean shaved. Uh, you know what? I had to do it right for the Iktagon episode number one. So let me reset a little. Uh, my name is Ike Feldman. You could follow me on Twitter at Ike underscore CBS. The CBS is, uh, I believe it stands for Combat Sports, but uh, it, it stands for something else. My, my new Twitter is at Ike Tagon, I-K-E-T-A-G-O-N, Ike Tagon. Get it? Octagon. The UFC fighters fight in the octagon, but now you're in a, a, the Ike Tagon. I hope they don't sue me, but a, as long as you guys get it. So follow me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Gmail, Ike Tagon, everything all over. IkeTagon.com. Bought that website, GoDaddy.com. Danica Patrick got me going there, but real quick, my story uh, I worked for CBS for seven years. I've been a martial arts practitioner for almost a decade, believe it or not. I took a fight three years ago, cage fight. Yes, that's that's the proof. That's you know, that's me. It's my best friend, Joey Reyes. He'll kill you. That's that famous Nets announcer with the long dreadlocks. I don't know why he has dreadlocks. He's white. But you never know. Maybe he grew up in uh, Jamaica, Queens. Uh, that's my wife. And that's my boy, Jordan. It went extremely well. I got the 
kicked out of me in the first round, but I caught the dude in the second round. The rest is history. My fighting career isn't history. I might rekindle that again. Uh, I'm doing jujitsu tournaments again. Might do some boxing, maybe a mixed martial arts fight down the road. I'll obviously keep you in the loop and let you know the progress and release some photos. But uh, yeah, I won that fight. And three days later, me and Pete Hoffman were interviewing Dana White. Quotes blew up, went to Forbes, Yahoo, ESPN. Still haven't got my credit. Fred Okamoto. But it went everywhere. Our company, WFN and CBS, couldn't deny how big the sport was, how big the quotes were. They gave us a podcast. We started writing articles. Eventually blew up to a national show interviewing Khabib Nurmagomedov. We'll get to UFC 242 and more. Interviewed Rose Namajunas live, national radio, CBS Sports Radio, 200 plus affiliates at the time. It was unbelievable. We were live inside a Barclays Center. 19,000 screaming drunk ass fans. Most of them probably from Long Island because of Ally Akinta. Love your raging. It, it was a fun ride, but unfortunately, CBS, as we've seen in the past with Nick Diaz versus Dan Henderson and Jake Shields, the post-fight scrum, CBS and mixed martial arts has never been, uh, uh, you know, it's it's never been, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, um, it, they're f***ing stepbrothers, mixed martial arts and CBS. But anyway... Moving forward, I'm sure bigger and brighter things corporate-wise are going to happen for me. But this is a little personal take on the Iktagon. Iktagon.com, at Iktagon, Ike Feldman. I'm your guy. I'm cleaned up. I'm shaved. I do everything even though I don't have a beard. I'm here for you. Let's start, all right? This is going to be the first episode. It's going to dive quicker into things moving forward. In this episode, I'm going to recap UFC 242 that just happened. I'm going to talk about some fight news with UFC 244. Talk about the fights that's coming up this weekend. Justin Gaethje versus Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Also have some other segments that I want to work in. Maybe movie reviews, movie suggestions, and my what the f- moment and oh shucks moments of the week and then a positive message because I think we need more positive messages in this world so it is my intent to send them out and broadcast them to you positively 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 broadcast them out gotcha so UFC 242 happens Khabib Nurmagomedov what's new gets the win Still remains undefeated, 28-0 right now. His 12th straight UFC uh, victory, it's amazing. Tied for Tony Ferguson uh, with the longest active winning streak in the UFC. And uh, he got it done by rear naked choke. It's like he's... You know, he set that up with his beautiful Sambo wrestling, his nonstop pressure. Apparently the joint at Abu Dhabi was 100 degrees. I I thought Dustin... Uh, would have a shot you know he's that Louisiana kid he's got that amazing story the rise to the top he beat Max Holloway back in April now he's fighting the Russian the Dagestani the Muslim champion the undefeated guy didn't get it done but I mean we knew that would happen he did an interview with Brendan Schaub a couple of weeks ago leading up to this fight Schaub was wearing a Mets jersey I mean I knew Khabib would win But as the fight got closer, I was uh, a little unsure how well he would do. I thought Dustin might catch him a little more than he did. Dustin is being interviewed by Brennan Schaub with the Mesters. It's just, it's, you know, put your money, put your house, throw your kids. Even, I mean, not all the kids. The ones that are good and do their homework. Throw the kids on black. Spin the table. And Pete drives one to center field. Back goes Robles for a look, but it's out of here. Number 
44 for Pete Alonso. Alonso with a two-run homer to put the icing on the cake. Two-run homer to put the icing on the cake. Two to Suzuki. Kurt Suzuki, see you later. My apologies to Mets fans. The reason why I became a mixed martial arts fan uh, was because of the Mets with in the 2010 roster, Bobby Parnell. Uh, exactly, exactly. So give me a break, all right? What was cool was the opposite of UFC 229 where Khabib jumped the cage looking to kill people and murder pregnant women. But that didn't happen. He jumped the cage this time and hugged Dana White. You know, was there for his family in Abu Dhabi. Obviously, all the sheiks were there. They took out their iPhone 12s. And uh, Khabib put an amazing performance. It was even better in the post-fight. Exchanged jerseys with uh, Dustin Poirier, which was kind of like a soccer, a football type of move. And uh, I thought that was pretty cool, pretty respectful. Oh, he's wearing Dustin yeah. Poirier's shirt. He is wearing Dustin Poirier's <clears throat> How cool shirt. How fucking sportsman. Oh, man, that's beautiful. <clears throat> that, that makes me tear up. Now, the next question. What's next for Khabib? He's undefeated. Uh, he's done all this media. He's beat Connor. He, he beat the humble guy. Now he's got to fight Tony Ferguson. When? When is he going to do it? Oh, wait. Is he going to fight GSP? Wait, before that, let's reflect on how good this guy is. ESPN just put out the pound-for-pound rankings. I agree with this. He's not better with John Jones. John Jones has not freaking lost. He's finished champs. He's submitted them. He's finished them. He does their best game. John Jones will jump into their best game. If, if it's a Muay Thai guy, he wants to kickbox. If it's a jiu-jitsu guy, who wants to wrestle or submit them. John Jones is nuts. We've seen that outside of the cage as well. But he's number one. Seriously, until he loses. Not from the USADA or the drug test. Until he actually loses from a human being. Ugh. John Jones is frustrating. He's an enigma. He's an oxymoron. John, don't get offended. Look that up before you attack me, brother. Khabib is number two. Uh, I think if he fights Tony Ferguson, beats Tony Ferguson, obviously... And fights GSP. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Beats GSP. I think he would deserve to be the number one pound for pound guy. No asterisks hanging over his career. Good guy. He's humble. He could finally move on past the Connor shenanigans. And I think that makes a ton of sense. Make Khabib number one. But he's got he's got a couple steps to go. All right. He's still he's still hot in the pan, uh, in my opinion. I, I know he's beaten Dustin now, Connor, Rafael dos, An- uh, dos Anjos. But before that, there's like eight or nine opponents that like a lot of build the record, kind of like a boxing type of record. So pump the brakes on everybody putting Khabib to number one. John Jones is still number one. So what's next for Khabib? A reporter in Abu Dhabi? as Dana. George St-Pierre to come back and fight with Khabib. Do you think this is possible to happen in the future? Sure. I'd love it. I think it'd be a super fight. You get George St. Pierre, uh, one of the best grapplers in mixed martial arts history, one of the smartest fighters in mixed martial arts history. You want to talk about dominance, about Khabib's dominance? GSP, he, he avoids people's strengths. He'll go for their weakness, exploit their weakness, uh, stay safe, keep his health. He's always been wise, cerebral type of fighter, and that translated into his uh, post-fight and then current fight, and now post-fighting career. He's always training. He he dives into the pool when he's ready. He beat Bisbing at uh, UFC 217 at 185. 
Let's go. If he can make 155, that 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 to me is enough. The guy was going 170 champ forever. Goes up to 185. And now he wants to go with the machinist, be 155. Give him the fight against George St. Pierre. Some people, though, really believe that Connor is a highly likely opponent for Mr. Khabib Nurmagomedov. I think the chances of Connor getting a rematch are kind of high. Eh, wrong, Luke. Sorry, I love you. Brian Campbell does great stuff with CBS. He's a friend of mine. Luke, we've had our issues, but no, 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 highly likely. It's highly unlikely. The threshold is low. Probably not. Whatever court, jurisdiction, hyperbole, verbally type of words you want to say, Connor is done. Give him a break. I like Connor versus Dustin. I think that makes a ton of sense. Seriously, follow me quick. Or slow. I'll go slow. Connor fought Dustin years ago. This is when there were sponsors on the shorts, so that's how long ago you know it was. Connor had his hair uh, up. He wore a kilt. Uh, he drank blood from people's skulls. That's how long ago him and Dustin fought. Connor beat him under two minutes of his amazing performance, knocked him out. That was on his way to the title to fight Jose Aldo. Now Connor's a businessman. He's stepping on phones, he's punching people in the face. Dustin, on the other hand, the humble Louisiana kid, the amazing story, fought Khabib, lost. Fought Max, won. You know, he's still in the mix, but everybody knows his name now. A lot of people are finding out right now that Dustin and Connor fought. Run it back. Connor wants an immediate rematch against Khabib? Does everybody remember what happened? <laughs> Done. Come on, Connor, stop. Fight Dustin. Earn it. If you really care, if you're not just a whiskey salesman, bring it back. That's all I got to say about UFC 242. On to some fight news. We'll figure that out. Nate Diaz officially signs the fight against Jorge Masvidal. Jorge Masvidal had a good last fight. Good last fight. All respect to the man. But there ain't no gangsters in this game anymore. There ain't nobody who does it right but me and him. So I know my man's a gangster, but he ain't no West Coast gangster. Nobody's getting hurt. Nobody's missing weight. Everything's going to be perfect. There's a fake title online. I'm not joking about that. It's going to be amazing. The card is stacking up. A lot of local guys. Steven Wonderboy Thompson. Corey Anderson. You're going to see a lot of athletic people like Johnny Walker. But there's no title. So what? Nate Diaz versus Jorge Masvidal, five rounds. F*** your title. The one bad thing about this card, there is no Colby Covington versus Kamaru Usman. Colby promised he would be fighting at MSG after his amazing performance back in August against former champion Robbie Lawler. Him and Kamaru aren't on the same terms and the UFC aren't on the same terms, so it's three parties. It's a love triangle or unlove triangle trying to figure things out. It's not working. The fight was pushed back to a later date. Pay these guys. Come on, Dana. Come on. I was ready to fight, but, you know, the UFC came to me with the basic challenger's offer, and, it, you know, I'm a champion, and, and there was no negotiation. They came and ran at me, and they said, here, take this or leave it, and we'll pass it on to the next person. That's not fair negotiating, and, and that's not right, so I'm not just going to take the first offer that you that you offer me. We need to meet in the middle. There's, there's more that's to be done, but also 
I'm the A side and you can't even get the B side done with Usman. So why are we even rushing if you can't get the B side done? That's all well and good. Kobe will get signed. Trump will pay for his, uh, his salary if he has to. Uh, there's a fight card December 7th in Washington. The rumor is that Kobe wants to fight there in front of the Trumps. He fought in front of Eric and Donald Jr. back in August. Like I said, uh, it was in Newark, New Jersey, so it was an easy commute. He thought he'd be fighting at MSG, so it's an even easier commute. Apparently, he was supposed to stay at the Trump Plaza. Not joking about that. But if he fights in Washington, there's no excuse. Kobe, you better get Trump there. Stick to your word, brother. What's cooler, though, or more gossipy is what's going on between Jorge Masvidal, who's fighting at MSG, and Colby Covington, who's not fighting at MSG. The beef! These guys are former teammates. I think. Or current teammates. They train at ATT. They used to. Together. Maybe. Colby's got a loud mouth. Jorge's platform is growing bigger. Colby's taking shots at Jorge Masvidal, a.k.a. the Street Jesus. All he cares about is himself. That's all That's all Jorge is, 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 a, is a guy that cares for himself. He doesn't care for others, and he doesn't care for anybody unless they can do something for him. And I'm not that guy. I'm not, I'm not going to always just do stuff for you and then be taken for granted. So, you know, now I passed him up. I'm making more money than him. I'm banging harder chicks than him. I'm doing better in life, and he's just a jealous little bitch. Was that necessary, Colby? You know, you, you could question everything about a man, but you're talking about him banging girls? Like, the what are we, 18 years old? Yes, we are. It matters, Jorge. It matters how many you bang. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But the saddest part about this whole thing is that Jorge stoops to Kobe's level. I've talked to Jorge. He's a cool guy. He's a smart guy. He actually dates. I don't know if he's married to the girl. But he dates a woman from Long Island, Rockville Center. Shout outs to Long Island. Jorge, let that girl chasing, ass grabbing, tail loving days behind you, brother. It's okay. You're rich. You're a superstar. You got one woman. Don't stoop to Kobe's level. He's winning. He's getting you in there, man. Somebody told me that Buddy was nearly more chicks than me. The only thing I'm going to say um, about that is I don't pay for sex. <laughs> Of all people to say something, this idiot would dig his own grave. Like, you see how stupid he is, man? This is like Chuck Liddell, Tito Ortiz all over again. Former teammates. Tito, the big talking wrestler. Chuck Liddell, the quiet striker. Lived by a certain code. This is the repeat of that. If that fight happens, it'd be freaking huge. You got these four guys now. Nate Diaz, Jorge Masvidal, Kamaro Usman. Almost forgot him, and he's the freaking champ. And Colby Covington, it, it's it's a foursome, excuse me. It's a four-way, no, stop. It's top four guys ranked. We'll have more UFC 244 news as it's in my backyard, Madison Square Garden. Can't wait. But moving forward in the news, John Jones has a big announcement. Or does he? What announcement do you have? Daniel Cormier just lost. Unless you're moving up to heavyweight, to fight Stipe Miocic or Brock Lesnar, you have no big announcement. You're sober? That would be a huge announcement. But uh, it's either Brock or Stipe or enough of the shenanigans. Moving forward, some picks from your guy, Ike Feldman. I'm trying to make you guys some money. I'm 35, 13, and 1 since June. 
take the picks. I'm giving you guys the money and the answers. Come on, I don't bet. Take the money. Justin Gaethje is fighting Cowboy Cerrone, UFC Fight Night 158, Vancouver. Huge fight in the 155 division. Gonna be amazing. Cowboys being Cowboy, this is his fourth fight in 2019. Justin Gaethje's fault once this year, March 30th, knocked Edson Barbosa out, knocked James Vick out last August, and now is looking to rattle the Cowboys' boots. See what I did there? And that's right. I believe Justin Gaethje is going to beat Donald Cowboy Cerrone. I mean, anybody who's not been scared of the Cowboy who's done well. Tony Ferguson, Nate Diaz. There's a Mexican connection there that's the Mexican versus the Cowboy. But... Justin Gaethje, he's the white Mexican. This guy's nuts. He'll leg kick your leg off. He'll walk through the fire to get that knockout. I think five rounds is a very dangerous fight for Cowboy. Put the money on Justin Gaethje. If I'm wrong, I screwed up the first freaking Iktagon, Ike's likes, picks in episode one. I don't think I'm wrong. I've been pretty right pretty often. Take the money. I'll give the rest of the picks on the card on Twitter. And on Instagram, at Ike Dagon. So there you go. Now, a cool feature that I wanted to do. The what the f*** moment and the all shucks moment of the week. Alright, just a casual day at a grocery market. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see. Dookie. Yeah, that woman just squirted Dookie. Wow. Okay. When you gotta go, you gotta go, literally. Lady, there's no pit stop behind the meats and Frozen. Clean up. Frozen food. Just get there and look at it. I'm not gonna say it. What kind of human being just shits on a clean floor? They did a good job with that. That was shiny, but uh... That's disgusting. Now for the awe moment. Aww. Look at this. Now that's love. You know, I do this on the kitchen floor with my mom's dogs. Roll around with them, get my jujitsu work in, but it's, it's beautiful. A man and a dog's relationship is something to behold. It really is nice. But this guy is. Another level. Okay. All right. Bar in the dog. The dog shot, man. All right. This is turning into a what the moment. All right. Dog's like, ah, we're done. I survived. Oh. But look at this again. The dog's a purple belt, everybody. The guy's a blue belt. Is the guy trying to like uh, prove rank or show rank? The dog's like rolling easy. He's like, dude, I've earned my stripes. This is Saturday morning. Take it easy, man. Take me for a walk. Still cute regardless. And finally, my movie or show suggestions. I'll tell you where to find it. I'll tell you the movie. It doesn't necessarily have to be the hot flick of the week. Could be from 2004. <gasps> God forbid anything's from over a decade ago. It doesn't matter what decade it's from. I know. Not bad, right? More impressions will come. More impressions will come. Just stick with me. So this week's movie suggestions, John Carter came out in 2012. Disney's John Carter. Uh, I hope they bring this back. They never made a sequel, but I hope they bring this back on the Disney Plus package. That'd be really cool. 
Um, the reason why I start with they should have made a sequel, my biggest problem with this movie is it's a lot to cram into one movie. It's so cool. It's a vast story taken through multiple worlds. And at this time, you don't have the really known Taylor Klitsch. He did some stuff after that which really blew him up. But this was like a really big coming out party. This was kind of like Sam Worthington's Avatar coming out party. But I need more of this film. It was cool, man. Great action, great characters, a beautiful lead female, which unfortunately we've never seen her in anything else, which is unfortunate. I don't know if those are real blue eyes, but it's unfortunate. But the story was good. Like I said, the characters, the action was great. Could have been a little tighter, but again, they tried to fit so much into a pillowcase to try to put a couch in a pillowcase. It didn't necessarily flow smoothly. It worked. I kind of understood it. They did one of those. All right, we're going to explain the whole movie and purpose on one scene. You guys are going to know what scene that is. And it was like, all right, I, I get what you're doing here. I'm not going to give it an A+, plus, A-, minus, and A. I'm going to give it a B+, because it was a valiant attempt. They had a huge budget, which is amazing. But I'm going to give it a B+. Plus. I hope it comes back on Disney+. Plus. Obviously, it's not going to be Taylor Klitsch doing this again. He's on the bigger and better things, I think. True Detective Season 2. What the f*** was that? But I give it a B. My next movie, Mule, or Mule. Clint Eastwood's Mule. Directed, acted. Nobody's going to tell him if he screws up lines or he's a little overly racist. I know it's a movie, but... We get it, we get it. You got some like hidden feelings. We got this vibe with Gran Torino. It comes back big time with Mule and all the Beaner jokes. I'm Mexican people, relax. Relax, Calvin Gasolum, relax. Relax, Henry Cejudo, relax. But it is starring that Mexican guy that we've seen in every movie. I'm gonna give this another B plus. It was a fun story. Bradley Cooper and Lawrence Fishburne played a great part in it. It was fun, it was smooth, made sense. The silliness though, they, they, I get it, I get it. It was funny, you know, you know we always make the racist jokes, but I get it, I get it, Clint, I get it, I get it. Nobody's gonna tell you their opinion on set, I get it. But it was a little too silly at times for me. Uh, some things didn't make sense with the, the drug lord's right-hand man. It was a little weird relationship. I got where it was going, it could have been better, could have been explained a little better but it didn't get there. So I'm gonna give it a B plus. Talking about this more, I almost gave it a B minus, but B plus. Finally, the latest movie I've seen, my wife drags me into all these up relationship shows and movies, uh, these weird sadistic psycho movies, Gone Girl, the show You, where this guy kills everybody, but she loves him. Uh, and now finally, Zac Efron, I was like, oh, you know, you got me sold. Uh, you know, there's a good looking Jew. There's a good looking Jew. Zac Efron plays a serial killer. Sold. True story. Sold. Extremely wicked, shockingly evil, vile shit. I'm not making that up. That's the actual title. Got some great actors in it. John Malkovich and Zac Efron, their dynamic, their dialogue back and forth was the best part of this film. Outside of that, it was loose editing. And when I say loose editing, there are some lines that could have been pushed harder by the director or retaken for better deliverance. Zac Efron, I'm not sold on this. You know, it's like, I get that he's trying to break away from the high school musical days. 
And he did that weird movie with Robert De Niro, the grandpa, the dirty grandpa. And I get that he's trying to evolve and express himself. He didn't get there for me. He didn't do it. He was close. Cool ending because it's a true story. I didn't know this was a true story. Don't look it up. Again, it's true. It's awesome. Efron, John Malkovich, the best parts were with them. Oh, yeah. And Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory is trying to break his uh, typecast. Uh, He was good. He was solid as a prosecuting Florida lawyer. He nailed it. Good job. Gonna give it a B. So, there you have it. My story. I'll tell you more as it goes on. Maybe. I'm very introvert, as you can tell. UFC 242 recap. News for UFC 244. News with John Jones. News. Maybe fake news with John Jones. But sorry, you can't say that anymore. Fight picks. My cool new features. What the f- and all moments of the week, movie show suggestions, reviews, and finally, a positive message. The anniversary for September 11th was a couple of days ago. Um, it is a national holiday. I don't know if we need the off day to recognize it. Maybe we should. Uh, we have off for Labor Day. Uh, I think some of the Jewish holidays, some of the Christian holidays. Um, but it is a national holiday like Independence Day. Uh, it occurred right here in New York, just a couple of miles from where I'm taping this. And that day you had average citizens turn into American heroes, patriots for their country. And a lot of people ran into those buildings, not knowing what would happen, not knowing if they would come out, not knowing if they would see their family. And it's pretty commendable. It is. It's probably one of the most commendable things any human could do. And my mother was one of them. She was a school nurse at the time on Long Island. September 11th happened. September 14th, she jumps on the Long Island Railroad, heads to Manhattan. They ask her, do you want to go up to the Hudson Yards, deal with some of the injuries or the hurt? or rescue units up there, or do you want to go to ground zero? Without hesitation, my mother goes to ground zero, and she stayed there for nine months as a volunteer. That means for free. And she was recognized. Marines handed her a flag, which is amazing. Can't believe that happened. And eventually, she got a job working through MedCorps, and in the recovery efforts, she's, she's a nurse. I don't know if I spelled that out. But she's a nurse. Uh, she was down there with the mask and the trailers on the pile. And uh, she's my hero. She's uh, she's an American hero, but she's my hero. She's a role model. And she shows you could do anything you want. As long as your heart's in it, you could do anything you want. And it's sad when you hear that some of these first responders are passing away and not getting the health benefits that they deserve. John Stewart's done a phenomenal job speaking publicly about this. But something needs to change. These people are heroes, you know. We should repay them. And with that being said, I love you, Mom. I thank you for what you did for me, the family, for the country, for this beautiful city. In a way, you fought for our freedom, so I'm very thankful for that. So, 
That's the close of the show, episode one. As you can hear, the music hits. We roll out. Episode two will be next week, as long as my neighbors don't freak out. More picks, more takes, more fun content. That's what I want to do here. Fun, combat, sports, entertainment. That's what the Iktagon's all about. I'll give you the knowledge and the breakdowns maybe in a longer form. But for now, let's keep it short, fast, especially in this ADD culture. Clip to clip to clip, funny, 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 message, message, picks. I'll wrap it all into one. Until next week, I'm your guy, Ike Feldman, at I-K-E, Tugon, Ike the Gun. Get it? Ike the Gun. Octagon. Probably going to get sued, but follow me on Twitter. Later. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.